Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. This is Gun Sports Radio, and we want to thank Gun Range San Diego for all their support. 7853 Balboa Avenue. 10 to 10, 7 days a week, Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges, just not the price. Uh, Lance is not in today, but we've got Mr. Schwartz, and we've got Juan in from uh, Trident Gunsmithing. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day, son. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Because I know you're a busy little rascal. Trident uh, is an amazing gunsmith store, folks. If you've never been, it's absolutely phenomenal. They've got a wizard over there by the name of Dan. And he just, I mean, he's right now, what, restoring some real old vintage rifle? Yeah, I, um, yeah he was Springfield. Trying, yeah, he was trying. Like 1800. To, he wanted me to get all excited. Yeah. I didn't see any exhaust pipes, and I didn't see any yeah. carburetors. So, <laughs> you know, I did my best. So, Michael, who you got on? I, I have a very special guest. First off, I just want to give a little quick shout-out to Cody, who uh, I was. we just went and did our 10-ring shoot up in Alpine, and I stopped huh. to, for gas, and a guy uh, recognized my San Diego County gun on her shirt Sweet. and said, hey, I know your organization. He started talking about CCWs, and now Cody is going to apply for his CCW. And if, if you're out there listening and you haven't applied for yours in San Diego, now's the time. Uh, check us out online, and, and you'll you'll uh, we have a video and, and uh, show you how to apply. But I just wanted to do a little quick yeah. shout-out there. Did he join San Diego? kind of gun on yeah he's gonna be yeah, on the spot <laughs> he took his car keys exactly exactly <laughs> but it's really nice to see how excited people are yeah. about a second amendment organization because he didn't have to reach out to you no he, he was just, just yeah got his gas and oh i yeah. know that guy yeah that's yeah. cool it was very cool it was, it, it's, it's really nice it, it shows that people value the work we're doing yeah. that's, that's important to us and the members and yeah. the board and everybody so. and there's a reason for why you're doing what you're doing. There's a reason for why we're doing what we're doing. So we have a very special guest on the line. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, his name is William, but everybody knows him far more and better as The Daily Shooter. And mm. The Daily Shooter is a fantastic YouTube channel um, where William uh, does a lot of really informative videos um, about uh, Second Amendment issues, uh, product reviews, uh, all kinds of stuff, and he, it's just a fantastic patriot, a great guy. I'm really honored to have him on. 111,000 subscribers, 618 videos. This guy's a, a YouTube uh, Second Amendment legend. William, are you there? Yes, sir. I am here. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on, and I appreciate uh, you doing what you do on, on YouTube. Oh, absolutely. It's It's definitely my pleasure. It's a labor of love. So how long have you been, let's start with uh, from the beginning, how long have you been uh, producing videos for YouTube? I started about five years ago just doing the standard knife, gun, and gear review. I didn't really have an interest in doing any of the Second Amendment stuff, but it wasn't until I really noticed how restrictive things were that I couldn't get stuff to review that that kind of forced me into that arena. Because you actually live in California, right? I do. I live in one of the worst counties as well, L.A. County. No. Yeah. (laughs) You think bad, and it gets even worse for us. So So you're you're living in L.A. County. Uh, I I imagine, have you been a gun guy for a long time? Or or tell us a little bit about how you got into firearms. Yeah, absolutely. When I was younger, I always had a fascination with it. You know, Um, I I was always the kid that, that hid those 
gun magazines under my bed instead of other stuff and just loved reading about it. And my dad would take us out shooting shotguns. We would go shoot skeet and, you know, blow up water bottles. And it was always just a lot of fun. And then when I became an adult, I uh, decided to get a little bit more into it and had a lot of fun with it. And it was a, kind of at that time that I realized how much more fun other people were having in different states. And, and uh, that's when it became more of a, a passion than just a, a fun thing to do. So you start, you decided to do some so what some product review videos or, or more political or yeah, so initially yeah, initially it was just you know I wanted to have some fun and I, I was watching a lot of YouTube channels at the time people that were really big and you know I thought I have a lot of the same passions that they do in firearms and gear and so I started posting videos here and there and as time went on I, I noticed that a lot of people were saying hey you know you're in California you're in California what do you think about this what do you think about that and uh, the fun of doing the product reviews almost became secondary to whatever the topic was of the day. And so the channel sort of morphed into uh, half Second Amendment advocacy, and then the other half was still doing my product reviews. So the product reviews is, is, is where my passion was, but then living in California, obviously, we have so much to talk about on a daily basis. So the Daily Shooter is the name of your channel, and I, I am a, I'm a big fan. I love the way you do your product reviews. I like the way that you communicate very much. It's I, I think that's what what the the name implies is you're just kind of a, a you know a normal guy who who you know you know is into firearms and 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 you just kind of lay it out there pretty plainly. Is that is that is that the reason for the name, the Daily Shooter? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, you know, it was one of those things where. Uh, at the time, I was actually sitting there with a gun that I would shoot the most. It was my daily shooter. Yeah. It was just the gun that I would go out with and have some fun. And that's always been kind of my thing. I didn't want to be one of those overly produced channels that's just too cinematic. You know, I'm just a regular guy. Uh, I have a wife and three kids, and uh, and we like to enjoy our freedoms. And uh, that's kind of where the channel name came from, was just, you know, average, like you said, uh, average every or, you know everyday ordinary guy that would go out and just have some fun shooting and, but you but you do a really good job of getting to the important points especially with the product reviews i know some sometimes i'll you know i'll wonder like uh, you know some gun or, or product or whatever and i'll i'll do a search on youtube to see who's done and you know there's some of these guys out there that turn what should be about a 4 minute video into about a 30 minute ordeal and it's like oh my gosh just <laughs> yeah. get to the point yeah. you know hey it's it bob123 haven't done a video in a while and i'm in my garage and you know but you you do a fantastic job you get right to the point uh you, you know you you hit the highlights you tell people what they need to know and your impressions and i i really i think you do a great job well, thank you. You know, the thing is, it's it's really easy when you're truly excited about something, and that's something that I, I like to convey. If you see me overly excited, it's because I'm truly overly excited about something. It, it caught my interest in some way, and I, I try and convey that. And sometimes it seems like maybe I'm just a little bit overenthusiastic, but that's that's actually the case. I try something, I really like it, and I want to tell people about it. And the, the thing is, it's probably a 30, 40-minute video right before it goes into editing. And so I'll take it into editing and I'll do three or four hours just sitting there editing one video down to five to eight minutes. I believe it. And so there's a lot of work that goes into it. So 100,000 plus subscribers. Why do you think your channel resonates with people? And what do you think the breakdown is? Do you think most are in California or is it is it national? Well, you know, I, I do have a, a pretty good support base across the entire country. It's surprising to find out how many people are fans in Australia and Germany and uh, so many other countries. But I think a majority of my base 
is here in California. I'm going to say at least 60% are here in California. It's just we have a huge, huge gun uh, community in this state. And it's it's funny because whenever the numbers come out and people talk about uh, how many 4473s, how much paperwork was done and submitted to the FBI for background checks in California each year, uh, other states are shocked at how many of those things come from California. Yeah. We just have a huge community, but it's a little bit more pushed back in the dark. And so I think most of my support does come from come from this state. But I think you'd be surprised, though, in the rest of the country with the emails, the messages I get uh, of support and people that actually want to help from outside the state. I, I, you know, I believe you. And, you know, California is such a big state. You know, we have more, you know, we have so many people that we have more gun owners than you know, some of the smaller states have, you know, a population. I mean, you know, there are some of the smaller states out there that only have, a, you know, a few million people. We have, you know, uh, you know, five times as many gun owners in the state of California <laughs> as they have an entire population. And it's if you take out L.A. and San Francisco, you know, I, I, if we would just get a little more organized, I think that we could really, uh, you know, do some good in the state of California. I agree. And that's one of the things that I try and work on, too, is trying to make, you know, one cohesive group of people. Because when you say gun community, it's really kind of a loose knit group of you have the guys like me who are shooting every single day. They believe in family values and self-defense and, you know, the the right to keep and bear arms. And we're out there. We, we try and make our voices heard. And then you have another group of guys who maybe bought an AR-15 or two during the Obama administration and they put them in the safe and they go shooting maybe every 60 or 70 days. And uh, for them, they don't even understand the laws and the things that are coming down the pipeline. But if we were able to inform them, maybe they just happen upon a video and they were able to inform them and get them together with us. Well, then our group becomes bigger and, and a more united voice. So that, that's, again, part of what I'm trying to do. And you're doing a great job. You know, we have to go to a commercial break. Do you mind? Can you can you stay for another segment? Can you can you hold on for Absolutely. just a couple? OK, great. Fantastic. All right. Boy, see, you are a wizard, no matter what they say. Hey, this is Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM 1170. By the way, Trident Gunsmithing, you need to check these guys out. Go to tridentgunsmithing.com. If you're a hunter and you uh, really want to get into it, they've got classes. They'll even teach you how to cook the game you shoot, and they'll even teach you how to clean it if you want to. But the main thing is they've got a, a gunsmith there that is a wizard. He can do anything and everything you want. I was in there yesterday. He had a guy come in, and he had the cartridge stuck in the barrel. Whoever hears of that? But I got a feeling he got it out, right? Not yet, but we're working on it. Oh, it's that big of a <laughs> yeah, pain, that huh? big of a pain. It's stuck in there, yeah. Oh, no. All right, we'll find out more from Juan on that when we get back right here on Gun Sports Radio, AM 1170, The Enzo. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance. Uh, anytime you need uh, legal advice of any kind, then that's where you need to be. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, 760 431 9501 or go to cafirearmslaw.com cafirearmslaw.com they'll take care of all of your legal needs and do it in such a professional fashion you'll be thrilled to death so uh michael you uh, decided to hold our guest over you want to do a quick intro absolutely yeah william with uh, the daily shooter we've been talking with him on uh, how he got started and how he how he uh 
began his YouTube channel, and uh, you went from product reviews, William, to getting pretty heavily uh, involved with the political side of California, which gives you gives you. There's a lot of content to work with. The, the some of the horrible gun laws here in California. Um, talk about how you started to transition, or, or I should say, maybe add to the channel some of the political things that were coming down the pike. Uh, well, that one was actually kind of a difficult one because it's so hard to navigate the political waters, especially when it comes to the Second Amendment in California, due to the fact that everything changes every five minutes. I was really reluctant at first, and to be honest with you, when I first started uh, speaking out about California issues, because at the time my channel was mostly geared towards reviews and the people that were subscribed to me were from everywhere, I actually faced quite a bit of ridicule. Hmm. Um, I got a lot of backlash just from being from California. It sort of uh, took you down a notch. People looked at you a little bit different because, you know, here you are a gun reviewer and you're in a state that really highly restricts guns. But in essence, that is kind of what motivated me to continue with it, you know, to prove to people that, look, there is a voice out here. And uh, if you want to talk about patriots and patriotism, there, you're going to find more here in California because we're in the fight every single day. And so that actually motivated me to continue to push forward. And it was tough at first. I did not know what I was getting myself into. But as I became, you know, more read into what was going on and more up to date and followed more, uh, you know, information as it came in, it, it just became almost like a natural thing. You know, I, it, and you hit the nail on the head. We're in the fight every single day. And I've made the point, uh, and this, this has rubbed people the wrong way in the past, but I stand by it. I've made the point that, you know, we should be ridiculing people in other states for not coming out here and helping. You know, this is yeah, where the I fight agree. is, and when you look at people's Facebook page or Instagram, and they have their, their tough guy memes on how, you know, from my cold, dead hands or whatever, yeah, well, that's real easy to say when you're not in California or, or New York or you're not in one of these states where the fight is. This is where the Second Amendment fight is, so if it really means something to you, get out here and help us. You know, if it's just some toys that you like to play with at the range, okay, fine, move to Arizona. You know, but what? You know, what are your thoughts on? Have you ever considered moving, or what are your thoughts on on uh, you know all these? I'm moving to Arizona, Nevada, Texas types. Well, I never blame anybody for wanting to move, uh, and there's there's several reasons that could you know people would want to move from from California. Firearms just being one of them. So I never ridicule for anybody wanting to be more free. That's that's fine. You live your life the way that you do. If you know, I'd be a hypocrite if I were to judge you for you doing your way. Um, but at the same time, for those people that do stay. You know, there's just so much respect that I give them for staying if they have the opportunity to leave but choose not to. You know, obviously, I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about moving. You know, I think about moving all the time because I, I here I am in public. I have these guns. I don't even know. I could be breaking the law right now. And because of California law, I probably don't even know it. And, you know, and I've, I've got my ear to the ground and I still probably don't even know it. So there's times where you think about it, but at the same time, you fight for what you have here. And you try and motivate other people to stay and fight as well. But if they make the other choice, you, you have to you know let them go and wish them the best of luck. And hopefully they enjoy it where they are. But try and remember that when they go to where they're going, to keep up the fight so that the um, anti-gunners don't encroach on that state as well. Well, I, you know what? I think that's really well said. I, and I think that's uh, very gentlemanly of you and very well said. And, you know, just a reminder, you're, you were just a normal guy with a family who decided, hey, this is... This is how I'm going to help with the daily shooter, and uh, right. it just says a lot on what 
you know what a regular guy living here in, in California and behind enemy lines can can accomplish if uh, if they you know follow their passions and everything. So, what's the yeah, most important it's something that I'll continue to do? Excellent, thank you. What's the most important thing you want people to know about the daily shooter, or you want people to know about California laws or, or firearms in general? Uh, I, I think the the biggest thing that I want people to understand is that the fight is never truly over. Uh, there's the biggest question that I get is, Hey, do you think California is a lost cause? And I think until the, the, the final verdict is in, no, it's not a lost cause. There is always room to fight. Um, there is always room to push forward to remember the people that are fighting for us groups and gun advocacy groups that are fighting for us that are always out there on the front lines, trying to make a change. And until the fat lady sings, uh, there is still hope for this state. So as long as you keep that hope in your heart, uh, there is no reason to stop fighting. Well, what law, either current or proposed, uh, do you think is, is uh, you know, what scares you the most? What's the worst that, in your opinion, we well, you have here in California? There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of bad ones out here. I think a lot of people would probably say the current assault weapons ban is the worst. However, in my opinion, uh, I think the, the worst one that we have is the handgun roster. Yeah. And that's the one that I would like to see overturned the most because as firearms drop off every single year, and there's less and less on the roster. There's less and less firearms to suit each and every person of the state. And, you know, that's basically just a backdoor ban in itself. Yeah. And they, I remember when it was being proposed and, and you know, all the uh, pro second amendment folks said, Hey, this is, this is going to turn into a de facto ban. And everybody said, Oh, you mm-hmm. got your, your, uh, you know, your tinfoil hat on yeah. and nope, we were right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So what, uh, uh, putting laws aside for a second, what's your favorite gun? What do you like to, if you're going to go out and shoot tomorrow, what are you shooting? Uh, you know what? Uh, recently, my favorite gun has become the uh, Smith & Wesson M&P 9. All right. I absolutely love the ergonomics on that gun. It is so nice to shoot. So in L.A. County, where, can, where do you do, is, do they have, I don't even know. Do 405. Have, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> real easy. That is uh, one of the things that we're lucky about because I live in North L.A. County. Um, in the Antelope Valley, and I have BLM land as far as the eye can see. So I can head out to the desert and do some shooting. You know, the unfortunate thing is you have a lot of other people that, you know, shoot TVs and leave their trash out there. So mm-hmm. places are being closed left and right. But we have plenty of places, uh, open area to shoot up here. You know, we have a member up in Orange County because there's, oh, there's, you know, San Diego County gun owners. We also have launched Orange County gun owners. And one of the members up there, uh, you know, a lot of times at the meetings we go around and introduce ourselves. I'm so-and-so. I'm from wherever. And he introduces himself. Uh, he says, yeah, he, I grew up in Compton. You know, or he says, I'm into guns. I grew up in, in Compton, so I grew up around guns. And that's his, you know, that's his little joke that he likes to, to say. You know, but, uh, <laughs> right, of course. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think a lot of people, in, you know, think L.A., think downtown Hollywood and that sort of thing. But, but it sounds like you live in a, a little bit more of a suburban or even maybe even a rural section. And, and uh, they have outdoor ranges and, you know, or just shooting areas or, or which favorite Outdoor place? ranges, indoor ranges. We actually have a big, um, a big Second Amendment community where I live. There are a lot of shooters. We, you know, I'm lucky enough to have several FFLs within a five-minute radius. So we're not hurting in that aspect. You know, you're talking about, like you were saying, uh, Hollywood and, you know, L.A. and the inner cities where it's much harder to actually practice your Second Amendment rights. That's where it's more difficult. So I'm, I'm definitely lucky in that I live kind of on the outskirts. Now, what would you like to see the Second Amendment community across California uh, become? Or what, what do you think the most important thing for a shooter to do is in California? Mm. 
I, I guess just the, it, I think the best thing to do is probably just educate the younger shooter. You know, it's it's really sad and to think that a lot of the the youth out there is being indoctrinated and in some ways have grown up without firearms and without really understanding the Second Amendment. And as they're being indoctrinated and and they go through life not knowing, it's it's better if you have somebody who can be sort of a mentor and say, hey, look, you know, guns can be fun. You hear on the news all the time that guns are just weapons of war. They're just there to hurt people. And, you know, you're more likely, and there's all sorts of, you know, bad um, things that you would hear and you see what happens in movies. But if you show them, look, there's a lot of sport. There's fun. This is a great way to defend yourself. It's a great way to defend your friends and family. But at the same time, you know, go to the range, make a competition about it. There is a lot. There's three gun competitions. Now you have, um, you know, shotgun competitions and really there's so much you can do with firearms that isn't even related to self-defense. It's just one of those things where it just, people don't know about it. So educate somebody younger and let them know that, Hey, this is a fun sport that you can get out and you can do with your entire family. That's great advice. Are you worried about, uh, the strong possibility of a, of a, of a governor Gavin, or do you think it's just going to continue business as usual and, and there's not going to be much of an impact? No, no, I'm terrified. Uh, I would be lying otherwise. Uh, I think Gavin Newsom is the worst thing that could happen to this state other than uh, voting in Jerry Brown twice. Uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around how that mistake could happen two times. But uh, when when Gavin Newsom gets into office, he's going to have a pen. And that pen it could sign absolutely everything over, and he'll just you know let the DOJ handle it, let it go through the court system. And we all know that the court system could take up to a decade in order to get some of these things all squared away. And in the meantime... Uh, he can just sign away. It is in, it, it's, it is extremely important that we do not uh, let him get in office and that we use our vote to make that happen. Well, we better work our tails off. Well, you can imagine, you know, you're, you're doing your videos and we're trying to do a radio. We've been doing it two years and so far, so good. But uh, we're kind of like yep. you. We're constantly looking over our shoulders as well. And, and, exactly. And how do people find you, Talma, if they want to uh, check, uh, check out The Daily Shooter? What do they do? Sure. It's uh, very easy. Just youtube.com forward slash the daily shooter. Or if you want to search on Instagram, it's the daily shooter 76 and on Facebook, the daily shooter 1776. All right. uh, if you are more into the firearms industry and you want to avoid all the Google stuff, you can also go over to full 30 and the daily shooter over there. It's just four guns. Sounds fantastic. All right, buddy. Hey, Thanks, thank you very much. It. And we look forward to having you back on. Thank you, sir. You guys have a great day. All right. Hey, folks, do you or any of your family members own a firearm? Hey, do you need help in case you get yourself in trouble? Well, guess what? Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegalProtection.com. They'll take care of all of your needs. That's FirearmsLegal.com. FirearmsLegal.com. Or call them at 469-310-89100 at FirearmsLegal.com. Welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. We got Mike and we've got Juan in the house. Juan is from Trident Gunsmithing. Uh, normally we have John Dillon call in, but um, he has been relieved of his duties just for today and today only. And with that being said, are you frustrated by the new California laws for ARs? Looking for a cost effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep 
your AR features and yet still be a compliant. Cali Key. Easily convert your AR to be California compliant in two minutes. Keep your entire collection intact at a price you can afford. Check out the new Cali Key and Future Proof. That's K-A-L-I Key. K-E-Y dot com. That's K-A-L-I-E-K-E-Y dot com. Check them out. Hey, we got Jason on the line from Gun Sports Gun Range San Diego. They're our number one sponsors. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right, Dave. How you doing? Uh, you know, you're just you're, you're pitch hitting for Holly, uh, Hollywood. I don't know where yeah. he went off to. Yeah. So, what's, oh, you know, he's doing okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure. So, he is. so what's kicking? Oh no, what's keeping busy? Keeping really busy. Trying to get ready for this marksman sale coming up at the end of the month. We're going to be selling uh, some nice bolt action rifles. The nicer ones, the the chassis set up, uh, you know, seven hundred Remington seven hundred PCR, the the uh, the Ruger Precision guns like that. Oh wow! Hey, we got Juan in the house, and I was over at his store the other day. Juan, tell Jason about hey, this. Trident. Tell tell Jason about this this little rifle you have in there, and what happened to it. With the oh, casing? the uh, yeah, we have a uh, Marlin lever action. Uh, the uh, gentleman was out uh, shooting. And he blew the back of the case out like a clean cut. And he didn't uh-huh. realize it until he went to chamber the next round, and it wouldn't chamber, so he looked in oh, there. Oh, my god! You can see all the way down the barrel because the back came off, came off the uh, wow. casing. Have you ever heard of that? Um, wow. Have you ever yeah, heard of that? I've heard of stuff like that. I've never heard of that before. That's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, pretty intense. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> we were looking down the barrel. We're going, well, we can yeah. see through the barrel, and then you can just see the edge of the casing yeah. stuck in there. That's... Uh, that's uh, that sounds maybe like that sounds maybe a head spacing thing, but this is a new rifle. It was a new rifle. Um, well, it was a uh, not brand new. He'd had it for a little while. Yeah. Um, okay. And he was shooting oh, sorry, uh, said, factory ammo. Said, out of I'm it. sorry. You, yeah, you said just just the just the very back of the case and the whole the primer that was just all that was left in there. Mm, just the sleeve itself. Yeah, the, the backing the sleeve. Piece. The backing yeah, came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it had to. But he didn't. He didn't see it come out when yeah. he was when he was firing but all it left was a sleeve in there and of course triton has to go get a special tool because they can't oh, yeah, but i i'd never you heard know, of it we, I, we've, we've had we've had that happen a couple times on the range here it's, it's usually uh you know i think it might be a head spacing issue uh, we did have it was factory new ammo is almost a new gun too yeah uh, but we have had something like that happen we needed a vice a lot of elbow grease some regular grease to get that thing out <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just had, I just had to jump in and yeah. find out because you know when you hear one where somebody says I've never mm-hmm. seen that before, it's always fun mm-hmm. to find out if other people have as well. And at least That's you've seen it. Definitely a rarity. That's something I'd like to not see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. So, talk to us a little bit more about this uh, uh, this uh, sale mm-hmm. you got coming up. Well, we have a you know like a long range marksman sale coming up. It's going to be on August thirty first, and then the weekend of that day, uh, we're going to be selling really nice you know higher end bolt action rifles. At, uh, the Remington seven hundred PCR being one, uh, the uh, the Ruger Precision in three hundred eight and six five Creedmoor. Uh, my favorite rifle here, the Bergara Bergara BMP chassis setup. Very 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 nice rifle. Um, and these, these these rifles and, and some scopes and some mounts, they're all going to be on sale along with the ammo. And uh, yeah, it's for people who are really wanting to get into the long-range thing now. The, the trend has kind of moved toward that because of the unfortunate legislation uh, against, you know, the AR-15, AK, you know, mm-hmm. series rifles. 
uh, that's kind of what people are moving towards now. Do you think the uh, government's going after those two? No, I hope not. There's not much. Uh, and it's, it's, it's really what the government is afraid of, dramatic, scary-looking things, you know. Mm. Although, um you know, yeah, you have, uh, of course, you have things like the M1A, the uh, the Mini 14, which is ironically the rifle that started gun control uh, with that FBI shootout in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it looks scary, you know, hence the assault feature that the state invented, mm-hmm. uh, pistol grip, collapsing stock. If it's got those, they don't want them around. Gotcha. Yet you get things like the M1A, which has, you know, it's exactly, it's really, it's the same. The automatic rifle. Uh but yeah, but yeah, they're, they're not worried about bolt actions yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find some wood to knock on here. <laughs> but uh, so what, so tell, what's the when you when you you say you're seeing the trend go towards more long mm-hmm. range or bolt action mm-hmm. or precision? I guess is probably the the most accurate. Right. Um. You know. What are what are people buying? You know, what, when they come in, uh, what are they what are they t- what are they saying that that leads you to believe that? Well, I'm seeing uh, a lot. Uh, there, there are far less people buying things like AR-15s, AKs. At least from us, um, far more people buying you know those bolt action rifles. A lot of people uh, are not buying these rifles for hunting. They're just buying them to take them out to the desert. They'll go to uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the the Pala Range a little oh, bit yeah. north of here. Yep. Uh, you go way out. I think it's like 900,000. It's right around that. Uh, a lot of these people are going up there, you know, taking part in shooting competitions or just going out east, you know, around, around Ocotillo to shoot in the desert with the friends. Um, it is a ton of fun. It's my favorite form of shooting. And there is nothing more satisfying than seeing something, you know, 600, 700, 800 yards away, you know, a can get knocked over and, you know, know that you did it from, you know, six, seven, eight football fields away. That is a very, very satisfying feeling. A lot of people want that. Mm-hmm. So more people are buying that sort of thing. You're getting a lot more questions about scopes, the right scope mount, whether people want uh, you know, a one-inch, a 30-mil, 34-mil uh, you know, diameter scope. Some of these people are even asking about you know, really high-end uh, you know, U.S. optics, scopes, things like that. But uh, I had a guy in here the other day who was asking about an FN ballista, you know, mm-hmm. Serious. I don't even know what that is. What is that? Lapua, a super serious rifle. You know, we're talking you know six, seven thousand dollar range. Oh. And I had another guy. <laughs> That's why I don't know what that ago. is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> another guy just a couple of days ago asking about a. a, a a Shytech rifle, and that is uh, that, that's like the tip top cream of the crop. Those are you know ten thousand, twelve thousand dollar rifles. The ammo has to made be made you know specifically four hundred eight Shytech for the rifle. Um, I got people asking about all sorts of crazy long range stuff, but it's a lot of fun. Well, you said it's your favorite. What do you shoot? You know, I've had a lot of rifles. Uh, right now, I have a Finnish M thirty nine. I'm really into the old school historical stuff, so I've got a Finnish. Uh, M39 modified Mosin Nagant. Uh, that's probably just my favorite, just fun planking rifle to shoot. That'd be one. Let's see, I had a 17, uh, 17. I had a Remington 700 uh, XCR at one point. I had a 700 VTR. Uh, Howell 1500. That quite a bit. But the, what I shoot best with is that is just that finish, that old finish M39. Uh, another another one of my favorites would be the Swiss K31. Really fun straight pull bolt action rifle. The uh, the seven hundred oh, yeah. seems to have kind of mm. uh, 
taken taken the lead. It seemed like the Winchester mm-hmm. seventy and the and the Remington seven hundred oh, yeah. were kind of in this race in the seventies. And they then, definitely were. And then Remington seems to kind of be like the kind of standard law enforcement. Maybe I'm wrong, but it, 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 no, that, you're right. That, the, the, the military, yeah, yeah, the police, you know, these, the 700 police, uh, uh, SWAT uses it. Uh, a lot of people around the world use it. The military has used the, the Remington 700 and the Winchester Model 70, you know, around Vietnam. But they kind of moved towards the 700, and that's what we know as the, the M40 rifle series, M40A1. I think we're on the A5 now. And what they really are are just modified, accurized Remington 700 rifles. Well, who was the guy? What was the big the big sniper in in Vietnam? Uh, 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 on the, 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 Vietnam. the Marine, yeah, the Marine. Oh, uh, Carlos uh, yeah, Carlos yeah. Hathcock. There was you one go. Of them. So he That's used. The guy, a, you know, he's got serious adventures. He used a Winchester 70, but then my understanding is That's that right. he actually helped set up the sniper uh, school for the Marine Corps and, and recommended mm-hmm. a Remington 700. And I think that probably had a big impact on why they got. I think so. That, that's right, and I, I, I mean, this is a man who you know, he, this is a man who you really just have to kind of read about him. Very serious, you know, exploits. Like, I mean, they could make movies. He, he, they could make movies out of this guy. He was just he was a was a real a real soldier, a real trooper. You're talking about a man who was asked to uh, to, uh, to to track down an, uh, a, a Viet Cong commander, and I think it took him like three, four days and nights. And the guy was just you know basically crawling the whole time. Um, you know, serious, you know, real Rambo movie stuff. Yeah, a real deal. You know, above my de- above my pay grade. Yeah, above mine too. Maybe not Juan's though. No, definitely above mine. Yeah. You sure, Juan? You didn't crawl around the mud? No, I did not. <laughs> Why not? You should crawl around the mud. That's amazing. All right, so one more time, in case somebody just tuned in, you got a big mm-hmm. sale coming up. Tell us a little bit That's more about right. it. Marksman Sale. So we got that Marksman Sale coming up the weekend of August 31st. Uh, Going to have really nice high-end bolt-action rifles on sale. The uh, Remington 700 PCR for one. Ruger Precision Rifles. That name's getting thrown around a lot right now. Uh, the Bergara series of rifles, which are really, really nice. Great triggers. Um, other hunting setups like the Tika T3X Lights. Uh, 700 SPSs, that kind of thing. We also have mounts and scopes that are going to be on sale. And all this stuff is going to be, you know, greatly reduced in price. Wow, that's excellent. All right. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have a really good time. The ammo that goes with those rifles will also be discounted. And uh, you're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have a lot of fun just talking about what you can do with these things. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to it. And there's plenty of people at uh, Gun Range San Diego that can answer any and all your questions. No problem. That's right. Now, there's always an expert standing by over here. Uh, let you know about, you know, if you want to know anything, there's somebody here for it. Right. Uh, ballistic coefficients, you know, distance, the right caliber for what range, all right. of that. Hey, have you added anything uh, new to the library? Or to the mm. rental, to the rental fleet that I that we may not be able yeah, we're to? Actually, uh, we're actually thinking of um, one of my favorite, yeah, uh, one of my favorite pistols is the Beretta 92FS, the Wilson Combat Modified 92G uh, SD. Super, super, super nice pistol. Very accurate. Everybody's familiar. Almost everybody's familiar with you know the M9, the 92FS. Well, this is a 92FS on steroids. Um, it shoots better than any any CZ SP1 I've ever shot. Um, if you're familiar with the CZ75 Tactical Sport, most people will actually shoot better with this 92G. Uh, so I'm looking forward to having that in the range and testing it out myself. 
<laughs> I had a sneaky feeling it was an <laughs> ultimatum. All right, folks. Hey, thank you very much, yeah. Jason. Appreciate you calling in. Gun Range San Diego, folks. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com. Check out all the great deals. And when you go down, make sure you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170, The Answer. Thanks, Jason. Thank you, Dave. Folks, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio and 1170, The Answer. Hey, uh, do you, any of any of your family members have a firearm or a weapon for personal protection? Well, what would you do in the event of a problem? Who would you go to? Well, firearms legal protection for $10 a month. You have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline is available to you. Firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com. Or call 844-357-9400. Make sure you tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. We could be the answer. Hey, and are you a beginning, uh, intermediate, or advanced pistol shooter? Want to shoot outside and have fun? None is, now is your chance. None. Now is your chance. Where? Every first and third Saturday of the month at 7 a.m. to noon. Where? Lemon Grove Gun Club, I think. Uh, Michael just came from there, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I did. It was yep. awesome. He's Sporting clays. Yes, he was. How'd you do? I won today. Oh. This is the first time I've ever won. Did you really? Yeah, I came in first uh, by one point, but still, I won. Hey, you're grinning from here to here. I wonder what well, that wins was. Wins a win. Yeah, wins a win. That's right. So, hey, folks, if you're interested, give him a call. 619-540-9600. 619-540-9600. So, what'd you win? <laughs> not not much. Oh. <laughs> Just Proud bragging rights. Just a little yeah. bragging rights. Hey, we got uh, Juan. Uh, he's here with us today, and he is from Gun uh, Gun Trident Gunsmithing, and does it just t- you know? Tell us a little bit about Trident, and why did you what what pro- prompted you to to put Trident on the map? All right, I'm on the spot. Put Trident right on the map as far as... Well, uh, why did you even get into it? Why did, why did you want to jump into this insane industry? You know, it, it is insane because it every is. day it gets harder. Did and you harder have any idea it was going to be as difficult? <clears throat> Had an idea it was going to be hard, but not as hard as it is. Um, yeah. You know, as all gun owner, uh, gun shop owners know, it's not... We're fighting against the government, against the, the state of California on right. a daily basis. Right. Um, but mainly, we want to educate people, you know? about the reality of guns you know yes they're dangerous but no they shouldn't be afraid of them um talk about this little story that you and i had at this at the store yesterday about the lady that came up to you yeah so she came up uh she's anti-gun and i told her hey you know i'll respect respect that that. i respect that you know Mm -hmm. it's your right just like it's my right you know to be pro-gun um but i told her even if a person is anti-gun you should educate yourself and your children about weapons and the reality of them because the more you make a taboo the more children want to touch and play mm-hmm. and i told her your child at some point in their life is going to come across a firearm and if they don't know what to do that's how accidents happen that's how mm-hmm. kids get hurt you know not unfortunately not everybody's responsible and um you know there is going to be a, a gun left around and a child comes up to it you know they start playing with it mm-hmm. so if you educate the child on the safety procedures of of weapons and how to treat them and what to do and go get an adult you're going to cut back on a lot of accidents right did you and what was her response when you told her that she agreed actually by the time the discussion was over she was like wow i never thought of it that way yeah um and i was like you know it's okay to be anti-gun 
but educate yourself and educate your children. Well, don't you teach your kids not to, you know, grab a pot of hot water on the stove? Absolutely. Don't yeah. you teach your kid not to go by the swimming pool without an adult? Work both ways crossing the street. Work both ways crossing the street. Yeah. Don't play with fire. Yeah. Don't stick your finger in the light socket. Right. Unless you really want to get a hairdo. Yeah. What, you said she was anti-gun. What? What did that? That you know that could mean a lot of different things. What? What? What, so what was? She, what was she anti? She wanted to ban all, all guns because she <laughs> feels that they are unsafe. Um, there's no reason for a person to have a firearm. Hmm. And I was like, you know, there there are reasons. You know, from sports to hunting. You know, um, I told her I compete. I I like to compete. My firearms have never hurt anybody, and I've been a firearm owner the majority of my life. I go. I use them to compete. Just like, you know, you may go and compete in a tennis tournament. You know, it's all regulated. It's all safe. There's safety procedures. There are safety officers. It's not a free-for-all, you know, Wild Wild West thing out there. Yeah. It it is interesting to me when people say, I don't think anyone, or I don't know, I don't see a reason that anybody should have guns. Right. What they're really saying is, I haven't thought of a reason for me to own a gun. Right. Right. There's clearly a lot of very legitimate reasons to be able to protect yourself or, you know, like I said, hunt, sport. Yeah. And self-defense, honestly, I mean, love our law enforcement community. Um, A crime happens, they're going to get there after the fact. Yeah. You know? um, Yeah. Five to ten minutes in some cases. Right. And then what? Well, then it's over. Then the crime already happened and somebody could potentially be already hurt. Well, the problem is that I see, and, and I'm not as big of a gun enthusiast as you guys are, but I understand the industry, and I understand that education, as you very well said, is the key. Right. Just because you don't believe, because, I mean, you've got these politicians, they're doing it on the news right now. You know, the first time there's an incident, it's automatically blamed on it. Well, you know, tell the truth. Right. Just tell the truth. And that's where the problem is, because the people that are making these false accusations about gun owners, you know, for example, they were just saying that someplace, I can't remember what state it was, this newscaster was all up in arms because, yeah, they're going to force all the school teachers to carry guns. Right. Well, where in the hell did you hear that? They've never, ever said they're going to force anybody to do anything. I mean, where can you get away with that? Oh, that's right. I got to pay taxes. Right. I forgot. I knew there was something in there that was there not quite right. But you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and why? I mean, I can't believe that people. And I was thinking about this latest shooting. Did you hear about it, Mike? In, in Florida? Florida. I only read the headlines. I haven't, I haven't had a chance yeah. to actually. So read we, we don't know too much about it. But, you know, here's another situation. And I was thinking about that coming to the show. And I'm thinking, you know, there's two situations here that need to be addressed. Okay, how many people do you know go out and shoot somebody that are mentally stable? Or probably not. There's probably no. there's got to be something wrong for a human being to shoot another human being. I don't know what the situation is, but there's got to be some mental issues there. What's the first thing we've done? We've already eliminated all the mental hospitals. So there's no route for that particular person. You know, because, I mean, you just don't see normal people going out. I mean, look at all the gun owners in the world. Look at all the guns are out there. You don't see them shooting up the the community. Well, we and we just had over the week or just a few days ago, we had a suicidal mass killing. Yeah. And it was uh, an 18-year-old in a a McLaren. Yeah, a car. And no one, you know, there's no push to Mm -hmm. stop, you know, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds from buying cars. You know, there's no push for, you know, we've got to do something. 
Um, and and what what I what what it is is that there is a certain group of people out there that use these tragedies to advance an yeah. agenda, an anti-gun mm-hmm. agenda that's already there. Right. You know, if there were an anti-McLaren agenda, then they would. You know, but use what's that. the benefit? I don't understand the benefit to the person pushing that agenda. I, I think that there's probably a lot of a lot of the folks that I've talked to. You know, I've reached out to the Brady. You've talked to a lot of them. Yeah. And there's a lot of uh, uh, even uh, Newsom, uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, there's some kind of tragedy that happened to them or a family member uh, that involved a firearm, and they're looking for, they're searching for some kind of, uh, you know, validation. Something, yeah, something they want to try yeah. to make sense of this and do something. And okay, therefore we got to ban guns. Wow, that it's just, it's just, and I and I think it's a lot of people like the person you were talking yeah. to who haven't thought of the reason that they should own a firearm. Therefore, yeah. that was project, a good one. That was a good one. They project onto you. What, well, they, you know. I've actually been told also. Well, you've never been touched by tragedy. You know, go back ah. on my history. San Ysidro, uh, the massacre that happened down there at the McDonald's. Yeah, I used to live down there, and mm-hmm. some of my friends were you know in that situation, in that, situation that lost their life. I was like, no, I have been. But it wasn't the guns that did it. Yeah. It was the a guy, James Huberty, that came in and and decided to do this heinous act. And he should be in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, he got taken out. But no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Prior to that, well, yeah, yeah. he should have been. When well, I was a kid, they had psychiatric hospitals all over the place. And we never, that I can remember, and I've racked my brain and talked to, we never had mass killings back in the, the 50s and the 60s. Do you remember? Certainly, not. yeah. I mean, it's is there any mass other than war? But I'm just talking about some pinhead coming out, and no, because we had psychiatric hospitals, and if you were deranged or you were getting goofy at, at work, guess what? You went in and you were done. Yeah, part of the, when I was shooting today, part of the conversation was uh, you know a couple guys uh, you know talking about how they you know mowed lawns and washed cars and saved up to buy up to buy a gun yeah you know and, and went and shot and uh, hunted and you know target practice and yeah you know, it used to be, it used to, it's normal it's normal we've it, we've made it abnormal but yes. it's normal yeah you're absolutely yeah. right i mean there i mean it was one of those things when you grow up I and mean, the first thing you got was a red rider bb gun. yeah that was my yeah. first and i had my dad uh, had to cut the stock off so i could shoot it because I was just a little guy, you know, right. and I couldn't get the old shoulder. And then I, I went from there to 22s, and then from there I went in the Army. But, see, he taught you yes. how to be safe with it. Absolutely. You know, he taught you the safety, the procedure. There is a method to it. Well, he sort of taught me. Sort of. Because my buddy <laughs> took my BB gun, and I said, you can't have my BB gun, so I put my thumb over the top of it. Ooh. Oh. And he, he shot it. it. <laughs> Jesus. Son of a God, did that hurt? <laughs> then my dad happened to see it. And he came yeah. out. And we had to we had to come to Jesus uh, over gun ownership and right. you know, what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Now I just it, it's still that old adage. They think guns kill people. No, people do. Yeah, they don't realize. And, and you know, there's nothing more tragic for us as gun uh, enthusiasts and non-gun enthusiasts to see somebody die. Oh, absolutely ridiculously yeah. and, and for no reason whatsoever it's just i mean you can talk to you can talk to guys that have been in the military and there's nothing that bothers them more than to see somebody die you know other than the enemy right you know it's just so we're not strange people we're not cut from a different cloth but if we were to put all the laws and regulations in that made sense 
you know, where everybody, you know, gun owners can go out hunting and what have you, you know, legally with all the rules and regulations. I I just don't get it. Hey, guess what, folks? We are going to stick around one more hour. That's right. And we're going to have some more fun because there's just too much to talk about right here on Gun Sports Radio. Don't touch that dial. And if you're in North County, 96.1, catch us on FM. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.